Hello and welcome to Us Down Under. I'm Megan. I'm Kira. And we're two girls that quit our jobs and moved to Australia. We don't have a new 2020 uh, fresh intro, so here we are. Nope, we do have the train in the background though, which is like a nice way to start it, you know, <laughs> Melbourne in transit. <laughs> I can't. So this week, um, we want to welcome our uh, guest, our favorite Perry over here, my work bestie. Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome. All the way from New York City, visiting us here in Melbourne. How you doing? I mean, it feels like you've lived here now, because when you left and came back, I was like, thank God, Perry's back. (laughs) I'm the new roomie. Yeah. But there's been a lot of people here. Yeah, it's been a busy apartment. Open door policy going on over here. Yes. It is like that. That's the way we like it. So uh, Perry came here probably, what, it's been two weeks now? Almost three? Mm, almost, like two and a half. No, yeah. no, this is two weeks, exactly. I arrived two weeks ago. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> See, it seems like yesterday. <clears throat> Once again, we have a live podcast. Um, we have some members of the audience. Uh, shout out to you guys. Make some noise. They have, they have exterior guests. Uh, Exterior guests. They live in a youth hostel, and these <laughs> um, are just some members that live upstairs. We only charge them like $40 uh, to watch, so it's a pretty good deal. So if you guys want to go on our website that doesn't exist, <laughs> tickets, please I felt do. like a real celebrity today, because as we were setting up for this, Freya was doing my hair, and I was like, with the podcast mic ready to go. I'm like, Very this fancy. is what it's like. I'm like, probably the only fun. podcast host that gets her hair done, because it's a radio show, and you can't see you. <laughs> Yeah, but for the pics, maybe later. Yeah, for the <laughs> Insta story. For the Instagram. Okay, so um, where do you want to start? you want to start with uh, the New Zealand trip, why you came to Australia? Your yeah, Australian so experience. let's uh, talk about our friendship first. So Perry is a nurse, and we used to work together at good old Lenox Hill Hospital. Um, we worked on days. I've since moved on. She's still on the same floor, but we've I'm remained great just friends. Just out there. <laughs> She's my number one Jewish friend, so Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Okay, so please mention why that's important to bring up, because usually you wouldn't bring up your... We didn't bring up religion before. <laughs> this is our number one Catholic friend, and this is our number one Protestant friend. <laughs> because according to my mother, Perry is <laughs> devoutly religious, and we should all take a page from her book. Unfortunately and to... for my parents, that's not true. <laughs> but Nora thinks that I'm very devoutly religious, so <laughs> that's really great for that's me. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Shoot, right. she's going to listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> she is. <laughs> oh, Nora, she's I promise it. I'm lovely. <laughs> You've never met Nora before? No, I look oh, forward wow. to having scones with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wants to invite Perry over for scones. Um, if you're an exterior guest, we don't appreciate you um, <laughs> making fun of our American accent. And it's scone because there's an E at the end, which scones. makes the O vowel say its name. Scones. I studied literacy, so fuck off. I'm English. <laughs> okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so, Perry, talk about Australia and how you've been here, what you decided to come back for. Tell us a little okay, bit about well, that. Well, I've been to Australia before. I love it. I love Melbourne. I think it's a great city. Um, I came back because, honestly, I wanted to visit my work bestie. <laughs> Miss her. Um, if you're ever in a pickle at work, Megan's the girl for you. She's calm, cool, collected, always has her coffee in hand. That's true. Um, that hasn't familiar. changed since she moved to Melbourne every morning. <laughs> Ice latte is happening. <laughs> um, and I wanted to visit her, but I actually came here last year, and I wanted to see somewhere new in the Southern Hemisphere. So I told Megan to pack her little backpack, and off to New Zealand we went. Yes. Had a great time, nine days on the South Island. And uh, we met many characters along the way. Um, and Megan can tell you about some of them. Yeah. Or introduce some so of them for us. We went we flew into Christchurch and we spent nine days, I guess, total and we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into and it was quite the experience because it was an eclectic group is how I would describe it. So mostly like we thought that I didn't really think much about it before like we started and mm. I thought it'd be like young people, right? So the bus is like one driver, he's a thirty year old guy. And then everyone else on the bus was mostly young, except for one 68-year-old man that <laughs> who I shared a bunk bed with multiple times. <laughs> I'm not over this. <laughs> so, um, little Shout Maurice. Out to Maurice. <laughs> Honestly, amazing human. And um, so he had he got divorced 18 months ago yeah. and decided to sell everything and just traveled on his own. Um, so he was really interesting to... <laughs> Did Maurice have an Instagram? 
No, no. he is on WhatsApp. He's, <laughs> he's very he's very good at WhatsApp. Actually, today he wrote in our group chat. He was like at Maurice. I guess that's his way of signing his like signature. Yeah. You know, like on Facebook, sometimes like a grandmother will write like XX grandma like so it's kind of he does that too but he's pretty with it on his phone he was like trying to facetime his daughter yeah. on his birthday it was his 60th birthday on our trip no 68th right 68th oh, oh yeah, sorry. yeah but 68th. it sounded like 60th and i think that people need to know that it oh was sorry like 68 68th. <laughs> 68th. wait so how old was his daughter so he has like what a 38 year old and a 41 yeah wow yeah. yeah. What did, I wonder what they thought of this trip. Well, so he actually said that. So he said he's like, you know, well, so the last night of the trip, we went out for dinner and it was a long table of people. And me and Maurice were at the end of the table. So me and Handle him kind it. of had a date. <laughs> so I actually got to hear about how his daughter felt about his trip and how oh, he sold okay. everything in his life. And he really, he basically, all he has is what he has on his back. So like, you know, like we're joking around, like we got around nine days in our backpacks and like our stuff is like falling out of our suitcases but like we come home and like i have stuff in new jersey and new york city and now in melbourne and megan has you know stuff all over the place as well he has a backpack or a suitcase or whatever he had i didn't really pay attention he lost his jumper and that was the (laughs) end of the world yeah he had to buy a new one and then he found it like two days later because it's like hostile living it shows up when we're leaving but but he literally has nothing besides what he's traveling with and then he'll like rent a he'll rent a spot like once in a while as he goes through like for a longer period of time. Um, but his daughters like thought at first it was like a little like imagine your parents if they just like decided to I'm gonna sell everything I own like especially for us nurses like nursing school 101 it's like you start selling things that means like bad things in your future like you want to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, so oh. I'm sure like I'm sure that his daughters probably were a little bit nervous, but now they came around to it yeah. and. Yeah, he really, he's he just say? enjoying his life. It's amazing. He said that he did something else, like a retreat somewhere. Like a yeah, silent man. retreat he did. Yeah. Someplace, I don't Damn. know, what part of the world. We kept asking him, like, where is he going to go next? Because, like, that's, like, everyone's favorite question when you're traveling. Yeah. Like, where would you come from? Wh- what visa do you have? Where are you going next? And then he was kind of saying that, like, uh, his eyesight is slowing him down yeah. traveling. He actually said to me, he was telling me he can't go anywhere, that he can't really read the... If the street signs are in a different language or because it's just too complicated for him to get around. Wait, I'm sorry. Where is he from? Australia. Yeah. Oh, I was picturing him as American for some no, reason. No, he's Australian. Does it sound like an sorry, English guy. thing? Maurice, he's 68 and he is Australian. Yeah. He's lived all over Australia throughout his life and now he's just traveling. And so. how long was he married for? The first time I think he was married for like Ooh, the first time. Second, like, two marriages. I think he was married for like twenty five years the first time. Yeah. And then I don't know how long he's been married the second time. Well, around. Perry knows a lot more than me about him because <laughs> yeah, they were because on they a, had an intimate relationship. Literally, like, they shared a bunk time? bed. They were on a double date at the you know, end. I mean, my parents asked me if I end. found love in Australia or New Zealand. Perry, when you say we shared a bunk bed, it literally <laughs> <laughs> stayed in the same bed. Separate beds, just the same bunk. But okay, so like bunk bed etiquette, I guess, in youth hostels, at least when you're not going to sleep youth for Maurice. Is youth. <laughs> he kept saying, "I've been staying in youth hostels." Like, is that not a red flag? Like youth hostels, just hostels. I know. You don't even. If youth you're hostels. the one who gets the top bunk. If you're not sleeping, like, I don't want to hang out on the top bunk. It's just, like, not so comfortable. So he always told me that I can sit on his bed. <laughs> Aww. That is nice. Because you don't always get that. cute, though. Yeah. Um, he did give you really good advice about dating. I think it was interesting what he said. Oh, yeah, tell us. This. Tell the world. Cute. Tell all of the us and under listeners, <laughs> aka the world. Um, he told me, well, I asked him because, you know, he was... I tried to ask him in a way that wasn't like, oh, you're old, so can you give me advice about, like, aging also, and life he's been and whatever. Divorced twice. So That's why are we trusting him? <laughs> no, but he has a good relationship with his last wife. They okay. still go to coffee. Yeah, so that was actually really nice. I was like, I actually asked him, I was like, do you have a relationship with your daughter's mother or your ex-wife, your second wife? I don't know. Um, and he said, yeah, you know, we, we still meet up for coffee and it's really interesting we're really in sync like sometimes i'll text her a message and she'd be thinking the same thing it's just so interesting when you live with people Aww. for so long how that happens but anyways i asked him what advice he can give me for relationships in the future <laughs> and he said that you should be a non-violent communicator okay so you told us this last night and 
our external audience is here. I have to say. That. <laughs> okay, we're so, gonna get to this in a little. Yeah. So we have no. our friends Freya and Joe jo wants to here. kill us. Right? Um, if you, I don't, guys. Joe's gonna hate me. No, <laughs> it's worth it. If you are unfamiliar with who Joe and Freya are, you need to go back to listen to the episode, the one with the neighbors upstairs, because that's where they're featured on. And they're here now. And um, Freya likes to. Uh, this sounds bad. She likes to hit Joe. But they're very like loving, a, but she gets a little like a, whack here. Like and there. an abusive way, but in like a. Like, you never, like, bring me there and, like, just, like, hits him kind of thing. And it's just, like, constantly. So when Perry said non-violent communicator, I was like, Freya. <laughs> no more hitting Joe. I just right. want to say that Joe brought Freya flowers the first time I met him. Oh, and that was a really so nice true. first impression. Oh, wait. I think we should sidetrack into the Joe and Freya story. <laughs> right. But then, what happened after that was... And then we'll go back to the advice thing. Okay, tell us what happened when you got in a cab with Joe and Freya. Okay, so two Saturday nights ago, I had the lovely opportunity to take a cab back with Joe and Freya, thankfully, because I just don't party as hard as Megan does. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> so, Nora, I told you I'm a nice Jewish girl. <laughs> Anyways. Home before midnight. So thank Every God day. I had someone to come home with me. So Joe and Freya escorted me home wonderfully after we got some slimy pizza across from the Lido's? Is that where we were? No, we were at the Richmond Club Hotel. Oh, sorry, the Richmond Club Hotel. (laughs) We're not that bad. Joe, you don't remember. So let me tell you what happens after you got the pizza that you don't remember, okay? Oh my god, God, that accent is awful. Joe was not impressed with the accent. So, anyways, (laughs) Freya got these beautiful trainers, the pink Superga. If you want to sponsor this podcast, Superga, they're really cute. (laughs) Anyways, she got them on sale. Great. Awesome. But that's just not all that was on the credit card bill. So this is what happens. Cut to cab scene. <laughs> They're talking in the cab. I wouldn't say talking. I would say more screaming. Freya, I don't understand. You said your trainers cost $30. But the credit card bill said it was $59. Why were they $59? I had to get proper socks, Joe. Proper socks for the trainers. Cut the shit, Freya. They were $59. <laughs> Joe, the Uber driver is going to think, oh, well, you said it in your British accent. But the Uber, she was saying the Uber driver is going to give you a poor rating because you're screaming at me in the Uber and it sounds abusive. <laughs> me, who doesn't know Freya and Joe very well at the time, is just sitting there silently, blah, 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 whatever. A little like, I was like, okay, whatever. They've been in a relationship a really long time. They're like an old married couple. You're probably it's like, fine. what did Megan send me into here? <laughs> so... Joe, you were like to the Uber driver, you're like, Freya, he's a fella. He understands. He understands, Freya. Caught the shit. Caught the shit, Freya. And then Freya was like, Joe, I caught it. I caught it. <laughs> it's been caught. It's been caught, Joe. I caught the shit. Caught the shit, Freya. So obviously every he single person. <laughs> Anyways, it was very entertaining for me. I didn't tell Megan because I was like, I don't need to be involved in their fight, whatever. But then Freya was like, Perry thinks that I'm in an abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Which I obviously don't because he brought you flowers the day before. (laughs) But anyway, it was really entertaining. And now everybody in New Zealand knows this story. So cut the shit. All right, so now go back to the advice that Maurice was giving. So nonviolent relationships. So I don't think no Maurice, nonviolent communication. Nonviolent communication. He was also saying something that you know, like you can really click with somebody, and they could be like, you think that they're that perfect piece for you, um, but if you don't know how to communicate properly with them, it really might not work. Mm. Um, so you really need to know how to talk to someone. And I thought that was interesting because most out. people think like, oh, we click, we get along, whatever. But like, if it doesn't really like, if you can't communicate or like you can't get through certain things, like you really have to rethink that whole like, it's like that chemistry thing. <clears throat> yeah, I think like I don't know. We were talking about this a little bit. Like sometimes somebody can think that it's like, oh, you guys are best friends. You guys should get together or whatever it is. But if you don't know how to talk to each other and make it work, it just might not work. Yeah. So that was Maurice. Um, There was a lot of other characters on the trip with us. Um, We had our friend Dimitri from Amsterdam. So shout out to him because I'm sure he's now listening after. Gun fingers are out, Dimitri. Um, So for anyone that doesn't know, I did not know what DMB meant, and I was (coughs) here and I were calling it 
um, English house. UK house. Music. Oh, UK house. That's what we were calling it. And so we've learned that now. I've learned how to dance to D&B, which stands for drum and bass, and I'm officially a grandma. Yeah, but it's also like the worst genre of music it of all time. It is the worst genre. But if sure. you take out your uh, gun fingers. All right, yeah, we'll have to put that on an Instagram story so people know what you guys are talking about. Give yeah, that a little yeah. a visual. But, um, so Dimitri had lived in Australia for the last two years. He's from Amsterdam and is now, his visa's up. He lied about his farm work and <gasps> he going did. to the airport um, at New Z- like leaving Australia, they were saying to him, um, like, it looks here like you said you did your farm work and we investigated and you did not do it. And he was like, no, I did it. And the guy was like, are you coming back to Australia? He was like, nope. The guy was like, go ahead, just like see you later. Shit. Don't say anything. So he got away. But so he was traveling with a backpack and a bag. <laughs> and I swear to God, I've never seen more things come out of a backpack before in my life than this man because he came, he came with a full-size pillow. Like, the backpack was the same as mine, and I was traveling 10 days, and he doesn't know how long he's traveling for. And so he came out with a pillow, and um, a full-size pillow, then detergent and fabric softener, then (laughs) a power cord. Okay, so the first night that we were in the hostel in Christchurch, there was an extension cord next to our bed, (laughs) and I just plugged my my phone charger into it because I thought it was the hostel's. It turns out it was his. He didn't care, but he, it's just like he comes so prepared and settled. Damn. A full size towel, like shit was coming out of the bag. I was like dying. I don't know if he bus. knows how to travel or if he doesn't. No, he know does. No, he does. You because I swear to God, if any situation, case. we were like, like one day I was dying on the bus, and I'll it's tell an that story after. But um, and he pulls out like a sarong and like tucks me into the back <laughs> of the bus with the sarong, and I'm like, where the fuck did the sarong come from? That's freaking Sorry, hilarious. But, okay, so I do want you to tell your your both your travel nightmares in New Zealand. Um, Harry, <laughs> I want you, you to go first, and then Megan, you can tell yours. Okay, so I never felt more loved in my life until when Megan thought I went missing and maybe <laughs> gone for dead. Um, so my it was actually like one of my favorite stories because it turned out well mom don't listen to this <laughs> um so we got to Wanaka, which is like a beautiful lakeside town and we decided that we're gonna go on this six hour uphill hike to somewhere called roy's peak which was a beautiful view so as much as i've been trying to get in shape this year apparently not in <laughs> shape enough because i started the hike and it was an uphill climb and probably after Come on, Kira. 30 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have the microphone in my hand, but I wanted to say so many things just now. I'm so annoying. But like, it's the cloud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I can't not hold the microphone right now. You can okay. sing that for me Sorry, continue. Um, but anyways, after about 30 minutes, I think my lungs were about to like come out of my chest. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I told one of the girls, Anna, if you're listening, hey girl, um, I was like, I think I'm going to like hang out down here for a little bit. Like maybe I'll meet you guys at the top. Maybe I won't like just keep going, whatever. So I decided I was like, hmm, I like see this view is really beautiful from where I'm standing. I think I've had enough. So I texted the um, our driver, Hamish, and I told him I was like, hey, um, I'm like enjoying my view from here. I think I'll just see you guys at the bottom. But then I realized that it's on the thing. It said six hours, but he said it would take them three. But maybe just because it was a smaller group of people. But I was like, I'm not sitting down here for six hours. So I asked him if it's cool if I try to take an Uber back. So I turned on my phone service to try to get an Uber and there was no Ubers available. And then he gave me a number for a cab company. I tried calling them, then my phone died. Um, and after that, I asked these girls if I could borrow their phone to order a cab. They didn't have phone service. So then I was like, what do I do now? The clouds were going. The wind was blowing. I was like, this is great. I'm going to be stuck here. I so even like, what were you up- feeling at this point? Were you freaking out? So I wasn't freaking out because it was still light outside. And Google Maps said it would take an hour and a half to walk back <laughs> to where our hostel was. So I was like, worst comes to worst, I could do that. And worst comes to worst, I could just sit here and wait for them. So I was like, right. oh, I'll be good. But, and I also know that it doesn't get dark there until very late, but I was like, once it started, and then it started raining, and I was like, I'm not going to do this. So I saw this guy sleeping in his car, and I was like, if anything, I'll knock on his window and ask him for help. But then this nice man came strolling down. His name was Nick. 
Um, I didn't he find that out looking. until later. He was very cute. Um, <laughs> and I was, I just wanted to borrow his phone. I didn't want to get a ride with him. I just was like, do you mind if I use your phone to call this cab company so I can get a lift back to my hostel? And he was like, oh, I'll take you. And I was like, all right. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even like budge for a second. I was just like, this is so normal. Sure. And I guess just in New Zealand in general, like people are so nice and backpacker culture is so friendly that I was like, all right, I feel comfortable. I'm I mean, last his- week, Katie and I literally told a story. We did a very similar thing. So it's just what people do. I mean, Freya did t- warn us that it's not what people do when people got murdered. A girl yeah. got murdered in New Zealand There's last year. So freaking story where there was a girl in New Zealand that was on her own and got killed. It was all over the news yeah, and she's hitchhiking. And this ridiculous. is a story I will never so tell my mom unless, unless Megan tells it to her. Like that, it's so recent. We didn't like, hear about this. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't hear about that story. Me, me and Megan one. were like, we would have done the same thing. Did you not hear about that, by the way? No. no. Really? Oh, massive story. It was huge. 19-year-old backpacker got raped and killed in New Zealand. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, she was British. Well, I just want to say that I'm really happy that I'm still here today. Yeah, so um, So, anyways, so he took me back. So, I got in his camper van. He offered me a beer. I declined. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be sober for this. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I lost my headphone. Oh no, I have it back. Sorry. <laughs> Podcaster problems. Um, anyways, so this is also the problem. So I looked up, we got dropped off at our hostel like five seconds before we decided to go on this hike. And I didn't know what the hostel was called. So thank God I had enough time to look on my almost dead phone to where we were staying. Um, so I asked him to drop me off there. He did. That was not the hostel we were staying at. I didn't know the name of our hostel. So I was basically lost in the town of Wanaka for an hour and a half, walking in circles, looking for the hostel that we were staying at, could not find it, had a dead phone, and didn't know what to do with myself because I was a lost girl in Wanaka. Um, but I remembered that some of the people from the group were going to a movie at 8.15, so I decided thank to... Thank God for that movie. Yeah, thank God for that movie. So I decided to find my way to the cinema, and that's how I found out where our hostel was. Did you say cinema because Joe's in the room? No, but it was called the Paradiso Cinema. Yeah, because it's called the Cinema. <laughs> okay, you talk to movie stars in Hollywood and see if they call it the cinema or the theater. Yeah, talk to me be, then. Yeah, they'll be American stars. Yeah, but that's... I'm sorry. Those like the Call the cinema. shit, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> How many people at the BAFTAs we watched last night were American? Though? A lot of them, but it's mainly American. Majority. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then, Megan, you can tell your part. Well, I'm afraid I just brought up that article... And that is horrible, but also a little bit different. <laughs> it's, it is what happened? It's well, a little it was, different. The, it was, it was a Tinder, Tinder date gone wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, so me and Nick didn't go on a Tinder date. Like, yeah. That yeah. she was... Um, it was just very unlike New Zealand for it to happen. That she was stuff like... Stuff like that doesn't happen. Now, what the shock was about it was that it was in New Zealand. Those things don't usually happen in New Zealand. Right. And she was, like, suffocated, and they don't know if it was happening during consensual sex or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so is, like, got, the most horrifying thing this person who was, like, a big fan of, like, asphyxiation and BDSM and stuff, and um, that wasn't really true. Yeah, so that's that totally my thing. Mm-hmm. That was a whole saga. I know <laughs> Okay, this just took a very dark turn. Um, um, <laughs> well, Perry made it back safely. Yeah. Um, I also God. had a nightmare. Maybe the best story. On that mountain, because um, so my side of the story is that 6 p.m. we decide to take this hike. That none of us are really that in shape to be doing this hike, and it says high wind advisory tonight. Be careful. Um, and we're like, yeah, sure, great, let's do a six-hour hike. But we're like, no, it's gonna be three hours up, one hour down. So we'll be down like back home by 10 o'clock. So we head up the mountain. I'm in the front. The tour guide is very chill. It's only the second day on the tour. So, like, you know, you're trying to get to meet all these people, trying to figure out where everyone's from, all that, like, chatting with people. So I'm in the front not realizing what's going on with Perry. So then, like, when we all catch up and regroup together, Hamish is like, yeah, so, like, Perry's, like, gone. And I was kind of like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, I, like, told her to call a cab. He's so chill because that's just his personality. So I'm like, okay, like, kind of weird, not really okay with this, whatever, you know. So then we keep going up the mountain because he was like you know she's already gone she got a cab I told her I'd pay for it like he's a super nice guy and so I'm like okay but I'm still like panicking in my head so then I'm trying to call Perry off my phone with which I have no service on so now we're about one hour into the hike of this three-hour hike and we're hiking up this mountain it's literally squatting straight uphill um but it just keeps going and going and going at one point we ask um an Asian chick 
who clearly didn't speak any English, how much longer do we have? And she told us a hundred. hundred what? We don't know. And so we were like, that is not a good sign. One time when we were doing Camelback this hike in Arizona, I don't know if anyone's ever done this before. Um, and we were like dying. Have you, has anyone done this? It's like no. literally like you're rock climbing by the end. Like you're just like scaling up a wall. And this guy tells us as we're like nearing the end, we thought he goes, "You're about halfway there," and because he, he was coming the other way, like he had just finished, and we're like, "What?" And he's like, "No, I'm just fucking with you. You're like literally done." <laughs> we're like, oh my god, thank god. So well, this chick is like saying, "Oh, you have a hundred. And then we were we were all kind of like we all looked at her because then we were kind of seeing the weather. The wind is picking up. We're on the mountainside, and I was looking over at the view. Same thought as you, being like, "This is nice enough. I could turn around now." <laughs> But no, so everyone, we make it to the top, right? We get to the top. This guy opens up, like just downpour. So there's one porta potty at the top of the mountain that's literally bolted to the mountain, but it's hanging off the side, is how I would literally describe it. So six of us stuff into the porta potty. One person standing on the toilet, everyone just crowded around. Luigi, our little Italian <laughs> friend, who is, it's, his name is Luigi, he's hilarious, his brother's is sitting is outside crouching down trying not to get wet but it's just like literally downpouring and the wind starts picking up so much so that the porta potty starts moving like you can feel the wind gusts i am a very calm person normally was in a full-blown panic thinking in my head that this is how i die and what a worse way to die than to fall off a mountain with in a porta potty so i'm thinking oh my god there's gonna be honestly sounds everywhere. pretty cool what? Like how'd you go? Like oh, yeah, top of like, the mountain, New Zealand, porta potty, porta potty, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> uh, so I'm like trying to get out. I can't get out. No one else is panicking. Everyone thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> like just classic. Anyways, like finally I get myself out. The sky is still like it stops raining, but like it's still like so windy. I was like, let's just get down. So we all try to like eat something. Dimitri's offering cheese rolls at the fucking <laughs> top of the mountain. I was like, no more with the cheese rolls. And then we head back down. <laughs> I don't think any of us could walk for three days, right? <laughs> Good thing anyway. we didn't have to walk for three days because we were stuck on a bus for most of the Yes, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. But so anyway, I get back to the hostel and all of a sudden I'm like, Perry's not in the room and nothing's been touched. And so I'm in full-blown, God help any parent out there because I know how you feel now. <laughs> I'm in full-blown panic mode. So I go to the tour guide and I'm like, Hamish, like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but... Um, <laughs> But uh, what's it called? Uh, Perry's not in the room. Like, I'm panicking. The girl that's in the room, I don't really know her that well. She's trying to say that, like, she just got back, not explaining that the door has been locked, so Perry does not have a way into the room at all. Right. So of I course she wouldn't that. be there. So finally, I write in the group, like, anyone see Perry, someone responds, she's at the movies, and I've never been happier to see <laughs> Perry in my life because I thought it was the end. <laughs> Okay, so uh, my version so of the story well. is that Megan's texting me. <laughs> I'm in Australia. I didn't go on this trip, and it's like, here, I'm fucking panicking. The boys are so annoying. Can you tell them to go away? Oh, yeah. I can hear them on the microphone. Sorry, everyone. Um, I'll just cut this out. I can hear you. He knows. Um, so, anyway, my version of the story is that I'm in the, I am with Freya, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, Perry's got missed it. Like, this is terrible. And Megan's like, I hope she's at the movies. And I'm just, like, so far away from this, and I was so sure that you're, you were fine. I was like, oh, it's so funny. I'm at the movies, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm in panic like, mode, and Isabel's on the bed like, being like, I think she's fine. I'm at the movies, too. I wonder what she's seeing. She's like, you're on <laughs> I was like, oh, you're like, let me know. So like, I've fun. never been so... Ex- that Also, just for me, like, the movies were my saving grace. Thank I God. literally would have been It was lost. just the weirdest thing because we were driving on the bus and we stopped and Vanessa just came out and was like, hey, like, I know you guys are going on a hike, but, like, does anyone want to go to the movies? I'm going to see this movie at 8.15 and we're in a really small town and Hamish is like, yeah, there's, like, this movie theater here and they give you cookies at intermission. Lies. No cookies at intermission. <laughs> very disappointing. Why was there an intermission during the movie? Yeah, very strange. Like, they even come looking for you in the bathroom. I think I was the last <laughs> Wait, there was a genuine intermission? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> There's but, like, only that we had that conversation is what saved Perry from, like, yeah. being completely Like, really, lost. thank God my listening skills are, like, sub- Amazing. <laughs> sub amazing. Sub amazing. I was going to say subpar, not. but they're amazing. Amazing. 
Wow, that's um, great. But yeah, so that was like the funniest story. I mean, Honestly, have, my ears probably perked up at that moment because it's like, yeah, like a hundred percent, I'd rather go to the movies than go on this fucking hike. Yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely thinking that in your head. That's <laughs> movies. <why>. That's <laughs> exactly we're all thinking that. Why? Yeah. Um, but so, just for our listeners out there, New Zealand is amazing. There are so many things to see. We did the Kiwi Experience, the small group tour. Shout out to Hamish for um, driving us around, and Perry and I. What happened was we were trying to plan this trip in like a short amount of time and New Zealand's really hard to get around compared to Australia, whereas you have long drives in between each place. Mm -hmm. So we only were able to do the South Island because we had about like eight to 10 days. We said like that we could do it before Perry has to leave. And uh, thank God we did the tour that we did because I just know that Perry and I would have been in a camper van or we would have like given up after one day, I think. If we had to drive five hours, on those windy roads, I would have been like, Perry, like, we made it too. This is enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What did you guys do? Did you sleep? Did you watch, like, Netflix? Like, what did you Megan's do? Megan's an avid reader. I read oh, two you're... books, which right. I'm not a big reader, but we had a lot of time. But so what happened was the first part of the trip was really amazing. We went to, like, amazing sites. New Zealand, the landscape is unreal. I recommend anyone to go to the South Island. Wasn't able to make it to the north, but the South Island was amazing. And about three days into the trip, when we started... Like, the weather started to turn for us. So we were driving through so many different climates. Like, we literally zipped around the whole South Island, and we started going through different climates, and that's when the weather changed. So much so that the flooding there, there was, like, a red warning on the West Coast where we were. We, like, showed up somewhere at, like, 7 p.m., and by 7 a.m., we had to be evacuated, to like, or else we'd be stuck there for days. It was days. crazy. When we arrived it's insane. My in... parents are going next week, so I hope they're okay with all that. I think I they're used so. to it, though. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. they talk about how bridges have been destroyed, roads have, roads have been destroyed. It takes them, like, a we few days, and they fix We arrived in Franz Josef, which is where they had the warning for the, um, the rain, and apparently people got stuck in... Well, on the glacier. It, on a glacier. They got stuck on the glacier, mm-hmm. and they had to get evacuated because of... The terrible weather. Jesus. Um, and the the funniest part. I mean, it wasn't really that funny, but we get to the um, we get to the place where we're staying, and our driver at dinner told us he's like, I just want to let you guys know we might have to leave earlier than anticipated because of this weather warning. But like, I doubt we're gonna have to leave. It's gonna be fine. Like whatever. <clears throat> so like, everyone's drinking the night away, like partying no big away. Deal. Um, and then the next morning, I wake up to my phone, and it's just like. We're leaving in 45 minutes. Like, get your stuff together, try to grab breakfast, and let's go. And the night prior, we, like, tiptoe into our room with Maurice, our friend, um, the three of us, me, Dimitri, and Megan, like, giggling like little schoolgirls, had a little bit <laughs> too much to drink. Maurice is in the bunk bed, like, trying to sleep, and the three of us come in just making a ruckus. <laughs> me oh, trying to get up Maurice. to the top bunk. So imagine us trying old. to get out in the morning to this emergency exit. Um it went a little better for some of us than for others. <laughs> yeah, so um, motion sickness plus um, drinking the night before is not in my favor, and okay, I Megan, died on the You bus. didn't have motion sickness the entire trip. Do not blame this. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame it. a hangover. <laughs> um, straight up trip from hell for five <laughs> hours that we had to drive because I every time the bus stopped, I was off the bus running. That was what was so strange. You were fine when the bus was moving, but you were... Was the Once opposite. it stopped. Yeah, that is interesting. We were vomiting everywhere. All right. So, um, we are due, due to laptop issues. We are a little um, constrained time-wise. So, I do want to move on <coughs> to our fun little games. Is there any last final thoughts on New Zealand? Um, not thoughts, but Perry, I really quickly want you to just explain. Oh, oh, sorry. I did mean to ask this first. How, like, all right, you can go on. Like, how your religion impacted your traveling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think this is really important to talk about just because the amount of people that were dumbfounded by your religion yeah, shocked it was me. Like, yeah, it was... So, it's interesting. So, as a person who grew up in a very... Like, first, I grew up in a very Jewish neighborhood, one. But two, like, I live in New York City, which is extremely Jewish. So, explaining explaining my religion in general to my friends who aren't Jewish is... Like, a little complicated at first, like, especially for our work friends. Like, I've had to, like, I don't work on Fridays and Saturdays at home. And that's, like, as a nurse, you're supposed to work weekends. So that gets a little complicated scheduling-wise. And all my friends at home are extremely respectful of that. Um, So they get it. But I think, you know, like, Megan, you can tell me if I'm wrong. But it might have been, like, a little new to you. 
before oh yeah it was me. definitely new but i think everyone in our work but friend you, like, group was very but you understanding understand, like but it's a little bit more understood just because i guess it's more common at home um but on this trip on saturday there was they like went outside of where we were staying and i really don't travel on saturdays um so i didn't go but that was like a little shocking to a lot girls of girls on the bus they were just like perry died or something they're like is everything okay with perry and then i was trying to explain it's her day of rest and it's due to her religion she wouldn't travel and they were like but why <laughs> yeah like they didn't really understand also like for example like i keep kosher right for like i'm a little i'm lenient about certain things but i don't eat non-kosher meat so everywhere we would go like they're like oh perry you're a vegetarian too and like it's easy for me to just be like yeah i'm a vegetarian mm-hmm. but i'm not a vegetarian i just don't eat certain things um so when i told them i was kosher they're like <laughs> it was just like a dumb it was bag. literally dead silent <laughs> and i was just it's well, really interesting they've never heard of it like exterior audience chime in have you ever heard of that before yes i've heard of kosher uh, food. no but have you met people who like I, keep kosher no i've never heard of met somebody that's like Follows it so, yeah. Which is so funny because, like, I promise you guys, I'm like not even so. She's my modern (laughs) Jewish friend. That's how I would describe it. But anyways, but it's 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 hard in a sense. Like, it definitely makes me. I think it makes it harder to try. Like, I don't think I would be able to do what you guys are doing without a friend that does this. Like, does Mm -hmm. what I do as well. Just because, like, it is difficult. Um, it's also like I wish I can say like I'm stronger than I actually am like in my like steadfast beliefs it's like very easy to like be like oh like I'm on vacation now like I don't have to follow things as strictly Um, so I definitely and especially on the trip that we went on like on Saturday like I actually was happy to just like have this like the downtown to my am I screaming no it was the better option compared to the (laughs) eight-hour bus ride that I went on It wasn't eight hours. You guys weren't gone for that long. Four hours there, four yeah. hours back. No, Megan, I came with you on that trip. I oh, sat shit. next to you the entire time. <laughs> what did I do on Are Saturday? Oh, the swing. Well, so yeah. One, one thing, it's like I regretted not doing what Megan did on Saturday. That like she went on the swing, which looked awesome, and I wish I did that. But my Jewish guilt kicked in, and I said no. Um, but it was like nice to have like a little downtime for myself because that's what I w- I'm used to on Saturdays. Um, but to explain myself to everyone, I kind of yeah. just like don't want to do that. Also, yeah. it's like they don't understand. Um, it was actually really nice because Hamish, the bus driver, he actually really did understand. He was like, he's like, oh, there was like a Jewish player on some rugby team or soccer team or something. There it was is a rugby somewhere. team. <laughs> yeah, that didn't play on Saturdays because of their wow. religion. So he was like, oh, I know, I know, it's your day of rest. That's cool, like whatever. And I was like, that's great because like compared to every other person on the trip, basically, maybe not some people. Um, they like were just like you're a freaking alien um so that makes things a little difficult but i had megan like megan was like my jewish like bodyguard (laughs) she really was she was like yeah it's like because it's funny because even like when i wasn't around on that roy's peak hike they're like is perry gonna be okay like by herself and you're just like i was explaining judaism (laughs) (laughs) megan mcbrien explaining judaism Uh, yeah so that is megan's my token jew um (laughs) But yeah, no, and I appreciate that because it was nice to like you felt like you were my Jewish friend, like you Shabbat Shalom, <laughs> Shabbat Shalom, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so let's play some games. Ready? So um, I want everyone, exterior audience included, to play this. So we're gonna play Travel Never Have I Ever. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Don't act right. so excited, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never, um, and I'm just saying the never have I ever is, I may have done them, but I may have not. So I'm just announcing, I'm just the announcer, I'm just a narrator, okay? Never, because I hate when people play never have I ever and they say something they've done and they say never have I ever, it's a pet peeve of mine. And English and Irish people are notorious for playing never have I ever wrong. So that's just my they say something that they've done before? They're like, never have I ever kissed a boy. And then they like drink. I'm like, wait, so you, you have kissed a boy, obviously. Like, yeah, but it's like more fun to say things you've done. I'm like, the fucking game is <laughs> never have I ever. Rule followers. I just hate you. it. I don't know, it bothers me. All right. Back to the game. Never have I ever um, ha- had an oxygen mask fall when I was on the plane. Like they said, like. No, but I know um, one friend that it's happened to. Really? Anyone? No, but actually on the bus on the way to our eight-hour oh. bus ride, I, like, couldn't breathe for a second. Yeah, because we were because, going through different altitudes. And Ooh. I was just like, Megan, do you, like, feel like you're having a hard time breathing? And she was like, 
no, I just think you're claustrophobic. We're going through a tunnel. And I was like, no, I really can't breathe. I think that the oxygen masks are going to fall from the bus. <laughs> we were on the Kiwi First of all, those Kiwi point. buses, the big buses. I'm sorry, Kiwi tours. you got to do something about your big buses. Oh, They're the extremely big bus. uncomfortable. Thank God for the small, small group, group tour. tours. Yeah, so should write to them. All right, no one? Okay. Um, never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. I really don't understand how people do that. Those bathrooms are very small. Caught the shit, Freya. You heard it here first. Joe just said, "Cut the shit, Freya." Freya, Freya, Freya. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. It's caught, Joe. It's caught. Guys, hold on. Chris is awfully silent over there. No, I wish. No, it's a goal. All right, so it's a goal. God bless. Um, all right, so no one's been to the high club. Has anyone here, or never have I ever, missed a flight? Oh, I have a question. What happens? What happens? You just have to pay for a new one. I miss like a connecting flight, but not like a real flight. What happened? Let's hear the story. Wait, hold on. Get a microphone. It's short but sweet. I got really stoned and then slept in and then couldn't. I didn't get mm-hmm. my flight in time, so yeah, missed it. Yeah. Where were you going? Shout, Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad. Where did you start from and where'd you go? Or where did you Amsterdam. come from? Where did you go? Canada. Okay. All right. Um, they probably have people missing flights from Amsterdam all the time. Yeah. True. Shit. Okay, so um, Joe, can you come here for a second? Yeah, I can come over here. I don't like her. Um, so your this is your one. It's um, bunked a night in a hostel. Can you explain what to the Americans what bunked a night in a hostel means? Okay, so bunk, bunked is essentially um, you can bunk a train, you can bunk a hostel, you can bunk into a festival, and you can bunk into loads of different events. So bunking is just essentially doing something kind of for free. So, um, me and Freya hadn't stayed in the city of Melbourne yet. We've been we've been in uh, my family in Mount Eliza, but we hadn't actually stayed in Melbourne. And um, we decided to visit one of our friends. Did you ever meet Georgia? No. No, they didn't meet Georgia. Chris, Chris, not Georgia. Anyway, anyway. anyway. Um, so yeah, we went to meet one of our friends, Georgia, who was staying at a hostel called uh, the Ritz Backpackers. It wasn't anything like the Ritz. It stunk like shit. <laughs> um, so it was called the Ritz, the Ritz Backpackers, and we decided to stay the night because we hadn't been in Melbourne. We hadn't been in backpackers. We just went with my family, and we wanted to be with like you know kids um the youth, the that's right yeah we were in a youth hostel with um what's it maurice <laughs> anyway maurice wasn't there he could have been there i don't know um anyway so yeah we're in this hostel and um we were like great well we're really really having a good time we've not seen like young people in a while let's just stay the night so we went to book the night and she was like oh we've only got one bed available we were like right so so what does that mean she was like well I've only got one bed. I was like, right, okay, well, we'll just we'll just book the one bed. And she was like, you know, you can't stay in. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So whenever uh, it was kind of a small hostel, so like they put like a board up to say it was like the end of night and they weren't working anymore. So at that point, Freya went to bed and I just snuck in and we stayed in about a twelve bed dorm. We shared we sh- we shared a single bed, which was barely you know three to four meters in diameter, and. Um, it was really, really, it was probably about 30 degrees all night and we slept in this single bed and we woke Ooh. up with like 12 other people around us like, Ugh, fuck you dude, that's fucking grim man. <laughs> okay, so you bunked a night in a hostel. Yeah, we bunked Anyone a night. else bunked a night Chris, in a hostel? I like definitely have. What? Bunked a night. It's, it's bunked. It's not like, but you're saying it with this, you're saying with this weird accent. I don't know what it is. Like, is it an American accent? I'm picturing it B-U-N-K apostrophe D. Like no, no, no. B-U-N-K-E-D. No, no, no. There's no apostrophe. There's added grammar here that doesn't need to be there. I think the teacher in care is coming out at the moment. Bonked. No, because it's like obviously. Mrs. Whelan. All right, all right. So let's move on. We're not going to do our would you rathers because we are getting a little bit tight for time i do want to do our aussie phrase of the week because we hadn't didn't we didn't do it last week so the aussie phrase of the week last week which um was technically in december <laughs> like mid-december was um how'd you pull up right Megan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hangover no it's not how's your hangover it's like how's your hangover 
So that's Simple. the uh, what it means, everybody. That's um, how do you pull, you pull up? up? It's like not well. <laughs> Twenty-seven is how are you good feeling so after like after your night out? So, but interesting, Joe. You think it also means um, like? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I think. Um, I think it crosses. I think it. Uh, Jesus Christ. I think it crosses boundaries like cricket yeah. balls do. I think it crosses many boundaries. So I think it could be. Um, it can be injuries. It can be hangovers. It could be a multitude of things, really. Interesting. I'm, I think that you're probably right. Okay, no, so right. Um, our phrase of the week this week, and exterior guests, I do want you to chime in so get close to the microphone, okay? Um, what do you think... This is an Australian phrase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else, but it's fair dinkum. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like fair enough. Yeah, like that's okay. Third income, yeah. Sweet. Okay. What? what? That's your never heard this. No, that's no, no, not no. Guess. That's what it means. That's like third income. No, no, no. Fair. It's not what it means, or maybe it is, but we're just guessing at this point. No, 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 I know what it means. Third income. It has several different meanings. Okay, yeah. so third dinkum also crosses boundaries apparently, because that's not the meaning that I know. It means like like fair enough. That's good. Then you're like, oh, Chris? oh, pass that bottle of water. Yeah. Oh, third income. You can you can use it in a lot of situations. Yeah. Use it what, what, do you, what do you think it means? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I, I googled it, so oh, I know what it means, so I can't say, but Google, we're going to have so. people guess throughout the week. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, I would say it means like like what you said. Like, like fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Like, Harry? that makes sense. It sounds so absurd, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> fair dinkum? Like, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It can mean like a multiple Can you use it in a sentence? I actually cannot. You know, it can be like, <laughs> oh, will you, you know, will you pass me that cigarette? Oh, fair dinkum, mate. Like, fair dinkum, it can be used in Is passing it an phrase adjective? often. Um, or it's just a catchphrase. You cannot say. It's not I, any strict I cannot meaning. tell you. It's like, um, bitch, it can be used like so many different ways. I really would. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, so we are going to wrap up with our highs and lows. Highs and lows. Um, all right, so let's start with our low. Um, mine was my story of me puking on a bus traveling through New Zealand. <laughs> 27, you can't party like you used to. So mm-hmm. definitely low. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, my low would probably be, I think, the second to last day of our tour. We were on the bus for 100 bajillion hours, and I was starting to lose it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um that was probably my low, or getting eaten alive by mosquitoes at a biothermal pool. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right, there you go. <laughs> um, so once again, I'm like, I love how, this is my favorite part, that I have a hard time finding a low, to be honest, but I was having a hard time, and were you just mouthing that McKenna left the bathroom? Um, <laughs> your low is that you separated from me I for I was going to say that my low is that <laughs> Megan left Because so we're in a relationship. <laughs> Megan left for 10 days, but afraid. I did get a text, a nice text that Kira was falling apart without me. She left the oven on. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. We live above you. You could have blown us all. Hold up. Hold Caught up. Put the shit, shit I only have friends that are live in this building basically. And I almost knew I had a really off week. I left okay. the oven on for this 30 hours. I didn't tell anyone else this, but I left my fucking stove top on for another 12 hours yesterday. Oh or two days ago. What the fuck is wrong with that? I don't know. I thought, I thought I lost my keys, so I climbed in through the window, and then I found my keys in my bag. <laughs> in bag. And I showed up to a spin class that had been canceled, and the door, the door on the doors and I was but like you had no lows this week though right no that, I mean honestly <laughs> that was technically last week the and I forgot about it um, and I yeah I lost my mind without Megan Megan left and I lost my mind so that was definitely my low alright go on Megan give us your high okay so my high is that um, one just getting to travel through New Zealand was amazing um, I think that when you travel you either have like the mm-hmm. seamless trip where like everything goes right and the people you're traveling with are just like eh or you have like like shit goes wrong and the group that you're with is amazing we had the latter weather wasn't in our favor but the people we met on our trip shout out to the kiwi experience the small group tours they were so fun um i feel like the people that were with us really made our trip um i couldn't have asked for a better time we laughed so much like i keep trying to tell all these jokes and kira's looking at me like what's wrong with you? she's like it's an inside joke the megan laugh because i bring it i don't have the sense of humor so my goes <laughs> and <laughs> I think are hilarious so that here we go the um, tables have turned 
But um, so like I'm just like lucky. I just feel uh, so honored to have done that trip. I'm just um, happy that I did it, and I am dying to go back to New Zealand. I need to go skiing there because it was so unreal. So if you get the chance, go to the South Island. You've sold me. I want to. Yeah, you gotta go. Um, my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to echo what Megan said. I think um, half. The, I mean, I think like a huge part about traveling is the people that you meet along the way and you can go to a beautiful place, but the people are what make the trip. And I really learned so much about the people that we you traveled with. You realization too. Ooh, what was your self-realization? That you're just happy with your life at home. Oh, yeah. I was telling Megan this today. Um, it was just so interesting because I found that mo- like I am probably one of the very few people that were going home after this trip besides like making a pit stop at my second home in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, on my way home. Um, but so many people, like, you know, our friend Maurice, like, he is has this whole new stage of his life, and obviously he's been through... He actually said something interesting to us. Um, always he was like, I've been through all the struggles that you're gonna, you're about to go through. Yeah, so he, was like, like you know, he had a lot to offer and share, um, but it was really cool to learn from him. But everybody, like, we had, like, one person, she was on sabbatical as a teacher, and she was traveling all, all along the the coast of New Zealand or like around the world Um, but she was actually saying that she's ready to go home for a little bit and then she's going to travel a little bit more because she said she's like I'm actually happy with my life at home and um, and then I'll see a little bit more of the world during this time on sabbatical and I was actually I realized about myself it's like I love to travel and I love to meet amazing people along the way and we really did Um, but a lot of these people seem like they don't have a home base and it made me feel really lucky that I do. And then I'm ex- like, I love being out here and I love traveling, but I'm also really excited to see my friends and my family at home. And yeah, that I'm, I feel really lucky that I love my life at home. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great realization. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing about traveling. Yeah. Sometimes you should travel the world to realize you didn't need to go anywhere at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you have a song that goes like on that note? We should finish. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, my highs are nothing as exciting as your guys because I was here. Um, I went from having a ton of guests here to, to nobody, but thank God for the exterior guests because they were my company all week or last 10 days. Um, I think my high is that while you guys were gone, I think I had a job interview every single day while you were gone, and I got them all. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, so that's a pretty stupid high. But get new plans. Because considering I spent all day today with Freya watching TV which is also kind of my high <laughs> on what a Friday so nothing um, I also spoke to the manager a few times <laughs> I got a bad haircut a few weeks no, ago no your haircut's great <laughs> and um, making, making manager jokes because I have mom hair so uh, it's not a bad haircut It's we're getting there we're getting it's there fine. it looks cute you made that joke <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a mix between Karen who asked for the manager and like Joe from S Club Seven. So if you get it, if you know, you know. No. <laughs> On that note, from <laughs> all of us down under, good, good day. day.